Have you ever sat around and thought to yourself, where can I go to find a good podcast to listen to? Well, never fear. Head on over to the Podbean app and search for Movie Guys Podcasts. There you'll find the unofficial hub for the Be Real Podcasting Network. You'll find great shows like Hey, I Like That Game, the Movie Guys Podcast, and this little dandy for your distraction. Just head on over to Podbean and search for the Movie Guys Podcast. So without further ado, You've been waiting a full week for this, and I know I've been waiting a full week to explain this. We've been on the edge of our seats. I have not left this room. I've just been sitting here on the edge of my seat waiting for the story, Scott. So, (laughs) just tell me. Haven't left the room, right. So, (laughs) last week, it wasn't in our show notes. We weren't planning on discussing this, but then it kind of came up in conversation. Toward the end of the show, we were running out of time. So we didn't have enough time to discuss this, but I, but I have a personal story that I'd like to share, and it, it's all over the map, Adam. It's all over. So I want I want you're gonna be hitting all the buttons. I wanted to share this story. So like George Jetson and this bitch hitting all the buttons. A few weeks ago on the show, we discussed the latest senseless mass school shooting, which took place in Parkland, <clears throat> Florida, and. We talked about the movement that the right has to arm teachers, and we said how asinine we thought that was. and We, we talked about it for quite a while, so I didn't really want to talk about it too much on the show again. But something came up. Are you familiar with the hashtag enough, the school walkout I, I, I movement? Am, I am very familiar with it, yes. Okay. There was this move for those of you who have been living under a rock. There was a movement, and this this is such a great thing. I'm I'm a I'm a big supporter of the the school walkout movement. <clears throat> Basically, it, from what I understand, it was started by high school students that were survivors of the Parkland shooting, and they've they've made this movement, and it's spread nationwide. Nearly every state, every school district is is doing something. For this, for this movement, for this school walkout. Um, uh, schools in our area have done this. A- almost every school. What they do is, it's something as simple as taking 17 minutes out of your school day. At 10 o'clock, around, around the 10 o'clock hour, which is around the time that the, the shooting occurred, the students will leave the class and they'll do something. They'll, they'll, they'll pray They'll share poetry. They'll write notes of encouragement. They'll just take a moment of silence. They'll do something for 17 minutes in honor of the 17 people who lost their lives. It's a very, very admirable thing. Yes. They should have done was taken that time and went down to the representative and talked to them so that they could actually do something. Well, many people, in addition to this, have done that, Adam. You're, You're not wrong. You're not wrong. I'm at not all. saying the praying and the poetry is not great. It's not gonna help change anything, though. So you're right, and I've said that I'm since day saying. one. I've said the same thing since day one. I said thoughts and prayers are great, but thoughts and prayers are not enough. You need thoughts and prayers, and you thoughts need and prayers were candy and nuts. We'd all have a merry Christmas. I like that. I like that. I need to have something that rhymes with prayers, but yeah. 
That might be the title. That's great. That's great. So, anyway, there, there was actually in our, in our local newspaper, let's give a shout out to the Sharon Herald, which is our, our local newspaper where we live. They did a big write-up, and they talked to all the superintendents of, of the school districts in the area, what they were doing, and, and I know one of the schools took 17 desks, empty desks, and they put them in a circle in the, in the gymnasium, and they brought the kids and did an assembly. Other, other schools just wrote postcards of encouragement and mailed them. And during that 17 minutes, they were working on the postcards and mailed them to... Parkland, Florida, like there's just, just simple little stuff like that. Not, n- not even a big deal. This is an issue about keeping our kids safe, Adam. This isn't a Republican or, con- or Democrat issue. It's not a liberal conservative issue. It's not a uh, atheist Christian issue. It is, it is an issue for everybody. We want to keep our kids safe, right? Exactly. So, the school where my daughter goes is actually your alma mater. The Ken- I mean I'm going to give I'm going to give the, say them by name on this show. The Kennedy Catholic Family of Schools in Hermitage, Pennsylvania. It is it is our local private Catholic school in the area. They didn't they they did say prayer. They said a prayer, which is fine because they're, they're a Christian school, so that's fine. But that's all they did. And then the president, which is all intensive purposes, the superintendent of the schools, sent an email out. And I was very, very disappointed with this email. And I'd like to read it. It's not super long. Do you mind, Adam, if I... I don't mind okay. at I, all. I, I'm going to read the email to you. And I want your opinion on it. Dear Kennedy Catholic families, many schools in the Shenango Valley, and bear with me here because it's it's like a screen capture of an email that I have to like zoom in on, so it's kind of blurry. So fair. so That's forgive fair. me here. Many schools in the Shenango Valley, and indeed across the country, have chosen to stage a quote walkout tomorrow when this was sent it was tomorrow march 14th as a way to show their solidarity with those impacted by the shooting at the majority stoneman douglas high school in parkland florida and to peacefully protest the greater attention that greater attention be given to enhancing school safety Administrators of Catholic schools across the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania have been cautioned by the Pennsylvania Catholic Conference, the PCC, the political advocacy organization that work on behalf of the Catholic bishops of Pennsylvania to be fully informed about the political underpinnings of the nationwide walkout. What started as a laudable movement by concerned teenage students has since morphed into a political movement whose agenda stands contrary to Catholic moral teachings on many of its advocacy positions. 
The same concerns are shared by the National Catholic Education Association, the NCEA, and the United States Conference of Catholic Bishops, the USCCB. At Kennedy Catholic, we always turn to our faith as a source of consolation and hope in the face of such national tragedy. We, too, want to demonstrate our solidarity with the victims of this senseless crime, but we cannot betray our collective conscience by appearing to support a movement that stands contrary to our moral values and commitments. Consequently, we will demonstrate our solidarity, not by, quote, walking out, but in the most powerful way we can give witness to our faith and our Catholic identity by interrupting our school day at 10 a.m. and offering prayers for each of the Parkland victims by name. Please consider joining us by interrupting your own day at 10 a.m. tomorrow morning and saying a silent prayer of your own for the victims of Parkland and for the safety of school students across our nation. Chrisio Service, Father Jason Allen Glover, President. Okay. There it was. Okay. There it was. It's okay. out there. Okay. It's out there. Why, why is it... He said something, I can't remember the, the exact line, but he said something along the lines of, this walkout is against what they're believing in or something like that, against what their beliefs Catholic are. Catholic moral teachings. That's what it was, Catholic moral teachings. What does he mean by that specifically? What the fuck does he... Is he... So, I proposed a question. Uh, and I mean, this, this post was emailed. It was shared on our Kennedy Catholic's social media platform, their Facebook page, their Twitter... They shared this everywhere. They put it out there. It's no secret. They're not not hiding behind this. So I commented on it, and I said, can you please... I'm paraphrasing here because I don't have a pull Fair enough, yeah. But I said, could you please explain to me... I'm I'm, I'm ignorant on this. What is it about this school walkout movement that goes against... Can you be more specific? That goes against the Catholic moral teaching. So you have have the... Question too, like you, yes. you're, you're what, wondering what, about it too. What directly? I never got a response from any of the powers that be, if you will. Now you there, know somebody that works there, so I do. And and said person who works there was originally happy for this, on board with this. But then I had a conversation with this person. I voiced my opinion. We had a debate. They voiced their opinion. And I, got, I actually got this person to see it from my point of view. And they said, you have a very good point. I will ask at school tomorrow. And they did. And they kind of, I'll get to that. I'll get to that. Okay, okay, okay. But first, before this, other people, not people involved with the school system, commented on my post. And they said stuff like, well, I think it's because the Women's March movement are the ones sponsoring this school walkouts. That, that that's the reason for it. And I said, actually, no. I said, the school walkout movement was started by high school kids, 
kids, children, who were in the high school in Florida that had bullets whizzing by their heads that lived to tell about. They're the ones who started this movement, not the Women's March movement. Sure, there's groups out there that agree with it. So they've piggybacked this movement. They've jumped on board. They said, hey, we support you. We support this movement. We're going we're gonna to join you in this. But that doesn't mean that the Women's March movement started this. Well, he, that being beside the point, even if the Women's March movement started it, what does that have to do with anything? Here's why. The person that we know that works there asks the powers that be. And Father Jason Glover, who signed this, unfortunately she couldn't get an answer from him. He was indisposed at the time. But she talked to other members of the school administration. And they said, and, and I don't know if they're speaking for the school, but I imagine they would be. The reason is abortion. Abortion, abortion, abortion is dead set 100% against Catholic dogma. And the Women's March movement, who we, we've seen them come to power since November 2016, since Donald Trump was elected, the Women's March movement has become a formidable cause. Yeah. And one of their main sticking points, not all, not all of it, but one of their points is women's reproductive rights. They stand for... The, a woman's right to choose. That's as well they should. As, that's contrary, regardless if you believe that or not, that's contrary to what the Catholic teaching is. The Catholic teaching is 150% all in, chips in the center, pro-life. In you, any, any I mean, way, shape, or form. I mean, you've read the Bible. That thing is chock filled with pro-life shit right there. Well, if I, you don't count the Old Testament, that thing is chock filled with well, pro-life stuff. That, that's a whole other point, Adam. I would argue... In, if you read the Bible cover to cover, what did Jesus Christ ever say about abortion? Nothing. Because Nothing. It didn't exactly. Exist. Exactly. So that, that's a whole other thing. But I'm not even going to get into that because I'll give you my personal beliefs. Because because this needs to be this needs to be out there. I'm showing all my cards. As a Catholic, I'm Roman Catholic. I've said this on the show before. I'm a Christian. Personally, my personal individual beliefs are that I don't agree with abortion as a form of birth control. It makes me ill. It makes me sick to my stomach when I think about the the 19-year-old girl that's on her third abortion because she likes to fuck. Like, I, I don't like that at all. But there are the extreme cases, incest, rape, health of the mother, life of the baby, in those extreme circumstances... I am okay with abortion, but I don't like uh, like abortion as a form of birth control, but that's just my personal beliefs. But me, as a man, I don't feel comfortable for me wagging my finger in the face of a female, telling her what she can or cannot do with her own body based upon my faith. Because I'm, I'm Catholic, Adam. You're not. No. So why should my faith dictate law like like why should my faith have any bearing on the way you live your life i don't eat meat on fridays during lent guess what neither should fucking you you should stop eating meat on fridays during lent because my faith tells me not to do that you tell me to go fuck myself right i got let me unzip i mean my, let me unzip my pants i got some meat for you right here i mean you're you're crouching closer and closer to being a vegetarian anyway you're almost there but Forget that's, that. That's forget the, that. That's aside. a that's a ten year goal. That's okay. a ten year goal. Okay, you're so. almost there. But irrelevant to, irrelevance to that. 
my faith shouldn't dictate what you do or anybody else who doesn't subscribe to the same teachings. It, it shouldn't have any bearing on that. So that Roe versus Wade is the law of the land, whether we like it or not. That is my beliefs on abortion. So what I've been told is because the women's march movement is loosely, I use the term loosely, affiliated with the school walkout movement, then the Catholic, it's not even all the Catholic church, just the Erie diocese where my church is, is completely distancing, distancing themselves from the movement. My daughter attends school there. Therefore, I'm a parent. I'm not happy about this. I think the school walkout movement is such a good thing. Is it going to solve all our problems? Absolutely not. But it's going to bring awareness to the issue. It's going to make the politicians that have been voting for the NRA special interests sweat, piss their pants. So I think. Well, yeah, because the amazing thing about this is because I shared a video on my Facebook. I saw it. Yeah. Uh, that had to do with. It. First of all, that kid, the one that did the speech. It's, he's either going to go very far in this world, or that's only going to be his only five minutes of fame. It's one of those two things, all right? Either way, yeah. either way, there can only be two choices. It's one of those two. But it's a very, very empowering speech, and it's a very, very passionate speech that he gave. And I think... We'll have to share the video. Yeah, we'll, have to, we'll definitely have to share the video, but... You're right when you have to say the politicians have to be sweating uh, because the things, if you're smart, if you're a smart politician, the things you got to remember is these students that you're ignoring, that you're saying, oh, you know, yeah, they're they're in danger, but we still like our guns. The things that these politicians have to remember is these are your future voters in three four years, two, three, four years, most of these students that you're neglecting are going to be of voting age and they're going to be hitting the polls and they're going to be either voting for you. They're the future of our country. uh, Yes, they're either going to be voting for you. They're younger than you and I. Exactly. They're either going to be voting for you or they're going to be voting against you. And if you're not going to be on their side when it comes to this kind of shit, they're probably going to be voting against you. Let's be honest. The future of the country is bright because of of these... I'm so proud of these kids. Here's the point. Here's the point where I, uh, what I would make to the administration at Kennedy Schools. Number one, prayer is fine and well. It doesn't actually do anything, really. I wouldn't say it doesn't do anything, but I would say it doesn't do enough, and you need more. That's That's what I would say. But beyond that... They don't want to be associated with it. This this is what it boils down to. They don't want to be associated with the school walkout movement because the women's march movement is pro-choice. This issue of school safety and keeping our kids in school safe has zero to do with abortion. Abortion is not even a, an issue at, with, at all with this. Why the Catholic Church, or more more specifically, the Erie Diocese and Kennedy Catholic Schools, are bringing abortion into the debate is beyond me. I don't understand why. That's 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 a fair fight. If you want to take that fight up, do it. Because they but, don't care about. It's because they don't give a shit about the kids. 
They like don't. They don't care. No, because here's here's the thing. They don't care about the kids. They're more worried about the policy of abortion than they're war than they are about these kids that are being shot at in their schools. Is why they're more worried about that bullshit then, than they are. Then don't you, call yourself pro life. Call yourself pro fetus, because that's what you are. If you care more about a baby when it is a non fully well, no formed shit. if when it is a zygote a non fully formed cluster of cells in the womb of a woman you care more about that than you do kids who are walking talking thinking loving feeling human beings on this earth that are sitting in a classroom trying to learn if you care more about that fetus than you do those children then you are a hypocrite and you are not pro life and, and and that's we're talking about this most safety. That's because most of these religious figures are hypocrites. They're, most of them are not all, but a lot of them are. A lot of them, a lot of them that are in power are hypocrites. These head of the school board that are talking about how they don't want to get involved with this because of this whole because it's supported. It's not even run by. It is say, supported by another group that supports abor- that supports abortion or the woman's right to choose to have an abortion they're, they're just they're all hypocrites they're worried about their 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 power they're all hypocrites they're all hypocrites I'm happy with what they did at 10 o'clock they took time out of the day to say a prayer that's great that, that it's, it's great Adam. that's fine but that doesn't do anything it, it does it, 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 I don't no when I say it doesn't do anything I don't mean the idea of prayer the idea the idea of prayer will make those people feel a little bit better and there are people that do have the belief that the idea of prayer is going to help facilitate some kind of change or maybe have some kind of influence but what I'm saying is when I say it doesn't do anything what I mean is it's a cop-out. It's no different. It's no different than the people that are supporting the NRA and the people that are supporting the idea of not talking about, at least talking about some form of gu- some form of gun reform. It's no different than the same people that say now is not the time to talk about guns. Right. This thing just happened. This is the worst the, type of people. The people that say like we're going to take you know seventeen minutes out of the day to at ten o'clock do this. It doesn't matter because it doesn't do anything. You're not. They're not affecting anything. Be- not even that, you're, you're not affecting your day. They can easily take 10 or 15 minutes out of their day to do this because it doesn't it means the students stay in school. Students are not out on the streets. They're not doing anything. They're still in school. It doesn't do anything. And you and I agree on this topic for the most part. I, I'm completely, I completely agree with you, Adam. So when I uh, say, uh, but yeah. when, that's what I mean whenever I say prayer doesn't do anything. Like, that's what I mean when I say prayer doesn't, it's not affecting anything. We, we can, we can look we can look at the next disaster and shut our mouths and go close our doors and pray all we want to at our beds or something like that. But what's that going to do, really? Really, just, if, if nobody says anything and nobody does what these some of these students are doing, what is that really going to do? I just... I, <clears throat> Not a damn thing. Uh, that's what I, that's what I and, said. And the video you shared, and like I said, we will share it on our social media. Because it was a great video. I'm, I'm, I thank you for sharing that because it was, it was awesome. That kid giving a speech was powerful. But it, again, it's the same thing as saying prayers. It's not going to do anything. Will it bring awareness to the issue? Yes. Will it make these politicians start to, to think about it a little bit, to worry about it? Yes. Those are good starts. But in a couple months, is there going to be another horrible school shooting disaster? Well, you know, there probably fucking is. Adam. You know who the Trump administration tried to blame? The video game industry. 
They tried to blame the video again. This, They're coming this, after you. This 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 old song and dance started again by trying to blame the video game industry because they showed a lot of footage of violent interactions in video games. Remember when Columbine like happened? They tried to blame Marilyn Manson's music. Yeah, Marilyn Manson is like the Nickelback of metal. <laughs> Pretty much, they yeah. They tried to blame him because he's weird and he wears funny clothes and he sings weird songs. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, he sucks. He's not good, but well, it wasn't his fucking fault. Well, the heads, the heads, <laughs> the heads of the video game industry actually had to meet with the Trump administration, and they had to sh- say, "No, there have been countless studies where that has proven that video games have no correlation with these this kind of violence, or music, or movies, or any media like that. It really yeah. doesn't. Yeah. It really doesn't. Like, there has been countless studies done where it's not true. We already take steps. You don't need to get involved because we already take steps. We have the ESRB. We already have our rating system that informs the parents of what the contents of this game are. We have already done this shit. We've been down this road ten years ago. They play the same video games. They watch the same movies. They listen to the same music in Canada, in Great Britain, in Australia, in Japan, in South Korea, and they don't have these gun massacres on the scale that we do. Yes, that 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 was going to be my next point. <laughs> like, like the point has been made. Like these video games are not delegated to the United States only. Like they have them all over the fucking world, and yet somehow. Every single other, not every single other country, but most other countries, most other first world countries that exist today have so much strict, just strictness behind them, the idea of getting a gun. Like you can, like they have, they have written tests. It's basically like we've talked about before. It should be like a driver's exam. They have written tests. You have to take a written test about the gun so you know, understand about the gun. You have to take a physical test where it shows an expert, like you understand how the use of this gun should be done. You understand the parts of the gun. You understand how to properly take care of the gun. All this shit, like. Other countries have done this before, and then even then there's still a waiting period so they could do background checks. And so, this is done in other countries, and yet they don't have, as as many at least, school massacres. Um, like it's it's done it's done in other countries. So I'm I, I, I don't I don't get it. It's it's. I mean, if you want to talk about gun control. That's a whole complete. I, 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 you know what? Honestly, I heard this on another podcast. Okay, there's there's a podcast that's called the Rooster Teeth Podcast. I love Rooster Teeth. Great Rooster Teeth, great, a great. That's a great podcast. It's yeah. it, the great. They're a production company down in Austin, Texas. They're fantastic. They're I love great those guys. guys. Listen, listen to that show. Yes, I'm not going to name any names about who talked about it, but if you listen to any, if you're a regular listener, you know, there, these a lot of these guys have grown up and lived in Texas their whole lives. Like the stars at night are big and bright, deep in the heart of Texas. Exactly, but no, like a lot of these guys have grown up and lived in Texas their whole life, and they've talked about like that. They said in a recent episode, like I have been a gun owner my entire life. I own guns in my house currently. I grew up with guns my entire life, and I'm telling you right now that there needs to be something done. This is ridiculous. Like, this, this is ridiculous. And I, one of the points that one of them made was they heard, they heard on another show or something like that, or they were talking to somebody else, and they said, part of the problem is we need, maybe we, we need to do is we need to change the term and don't call it gun control. We need to change it, call it something else, so that may, it seems that we're not trying to take control of your weapons, we're trying to make things safer. Like, maybe we need a different term. That maybe will make these gun owners that aren't 
that are worried about us taking their guns, maybe make them understand better that, no, we're not trying to take your guns. Call it something else. Maybe we need to drop the gun control term, period, and figure out a different term. Figure out something else to call it. Well, like I said, a couple of weeks ago, we went into great detail about gun control, gun regulations, and we're not a gun control podcast, so I, I don't want to. I don't want to harp on this the whole time, yeah. especially since, as far as I know, most, if not all, the Catholic Church supports gun control. They support gun regulations. They're, the Catholic Church is a very conservative organization, but as far as gun control goes, they're not in the pockets of the NRA, so they can they can they can say, hey, we we do. I'm just very upset about this abortion issue because it has no bearing at all on this exactly, topic. Exactly. Yes, it, it doesn't and, matter. And, and I'm thinking, e- I'm thinking about doing this, Adam. And, and this is, I need your help. I need the help of the listeners because I'm, I'm a little bit nervous about it. My daughter goes to school in this school system. I I think I'm thinking about requesting a meeting with the president of the schools, this Father Glover, and discussing with him about this and as far as his his email go his letter goes he was pretty much passing the buck saying it was this organization this organization is giving all the acronyms for them that's telling us that this is what it is but i want to let him know that parents like me and i'm not the only one i've spoken to other parents that are with me on this i am a true blue john f kennedy Catholic Democrat. And we exist. We do. And we shouldn't be forsaken. We need we need our voice heard too. I, I want to schedule a meeting with this priest, who's the superintendent, and discuss with him and say how you're awesome. The Catholic Church is in trouble, man. They're not doing so hot right now. Their enrollment is down. They can barely find people who want to be priests anymore. I mean, there was the whole well, well, child rape I was gonna thing. Say, yeah. Why do you think? I mean, there was that whole that whole controversy that was going on. They're not doing so great. So why ostracize a big portion of your of your population? Because that's uh, what that's what most religions do. You shouldn't do that. I'm getting turned off. Like I I love my faith. I do. I feel strong. I I loved growing up in the church. I love the teachings of Jesus Christ. Whether you were believe in him or not he was there and he said these things and he said great things he pe- he preached peace love the you didn't know you didn't know that you can still have your faith and teach your children about all this stuff without being a part of the church right you do understand that right and, and, like there's no there as far as i know as far as i know there's no God made law that you have to worship him in a church. No, I know that. Adam. Like, and, and to be honest, I don't go to church. I don't go to mass anywhere near as often as I used to. And, and to me, that's a little bit sad. And it's mainly because shit like this, putting abortion as number one on your deal breaker list. Mass is, not- a, mass is a waste of time. If you're asking me, not, 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 not as somebody who's, not a religious man. I'm just saying, even if I was religious, mass is a waste of time because half the mass is col- passing around collection plates for money the church doesn't fucking need because church ha- the, 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 the these religions have millions and millions of dollars to pass around, but they always need more money. They're like the government. They always need a little more. All right? 
And then the other half of it is just basically reading the same shit and singing the same songs you sing over and over and over again. And very little of any mass I've ever been to has ever been any kind of new preaching or new type of doctrine. I've seen, I've seen more preaching and preacher than I've ever seen in any Catholic mass. Great show. Yes. Great show. But I'm just saying, like, like you don't need to be a part of mass because it ha- you got to get up early in the fucking morning. You can just have a Bible sitting on your fucking side table over in the living room, and on Sunday mornings, whenever you guys decide to get up in the morning, obviously you're going to get up with your children. So whenever you guys decide to get up, fucking pick a passage out of there and be like, hey, you know, we're going to have Sunday school here. We're gonna, we're, we're going to have our own little family religion thing. You're not wrong, but let me just give you a little insight on me. As a kid growing up, when I would go to Mass, and I would be in that beautiful sanctuary, that, that cathedral, and you'd smell the smells, and you'd see the sights, and you'd wave to people that you know, and, and you, it, w- it, was, it was a thing. It was an every Sunday, not, not, maybe not every Sunday, but it was a very often thing for me. I left and I felt good. It, it, it's a big part of me, who I am today. And I want that for my kids, but but you I can don't, I you don't... can do it for your kids though. You can do it for it's your not kids. It's the same, Adam. It's not the, it's same. Not the same. It's not being the there same. and seeing the sights and smells and. But it's not the same for you because you remember doing it because you're used to doing that for years and years and years. And I want my you kids can... to have that. But may but your kids aren't going to have that because you say you're disappointed with the mask. You want you want your kids to see you go every day being disappointed with your religion and then growing up and not being part of your religion because. You're disappointed with it all the time. Teach them the things that you want to teach them. That's all I'm saying. Teach them the things you want to teach them. Teach them to be good people. Exactly. Don't teach, teach them that abortion is the end all. Teach them to to be nice to their neighbors. Teach them not to hurt people. <clears throat> exactly. Like, like like. And you you don't need mass to teach them those things. That's that. As far as no. I know, as far as I know, that's the important part of mass. Is teaching these teachings but like i've said i've not been to as many of you obviously but any mass i've ever been to has not really taught me any of that kind of bullshit i learned that shit from my parents my mother all right that's where i learned that shit from you're not wrong adam it's just it's disappointing to me it's disappointing to me and and i'd I'd like i'd like to i'd like to give it one more chance if i can I, i i'm holding out for a hero I'd like to schedule a meeting with the Father Glover and sit down with him and discuss this. And and hopefully something can come of this. Hopefully he can see my point of view oh, and not f- just disregard me. I, I, I mean, really don't I know really, him. I don't know him I don't either. know. I don't know him. I, I, I don't know him. And I hope you can get a meeting with him and I hope you can schedule a sit down with him. He's a fat cat at this point, though. So who knows if he's going to want to sit down with you. So I'm going to do this. So I'm, I want to... Keep you guys updated. I'm I'm going to I'm going to pull a trigger here. I'm going to schedule a meeting. Who knows? They might they might put me off for months at a time. But this is this is a thing. This is going to happen. If you talk to him, you should tell him. You know, we, I've got a show. You want to come on and have an interview with the show? You should tell him that. Get him on. Get him on the show with like a little interview thing. I'll bring the equipment. We'll go. We'll go. <laughs> we'll go to Kennedy or whatever. We'll I'll fucking go there. I'll bring the equipment. We'll set it up and have a little interview. When's the last time you were in the halls of Kennedy? Fuck, it's been like years. <laughs> I actively don't want to go there, honestly. Have you so. been there since graduation? No. Maybe once. I went there was- once, but that was to go to like the business office or something like that for some shit, for school or something like that. Is Keneally still there? Nah, he left. Good. He didn't like, <laughs> he didn't like me. He didn't like me at all. 
I understand why he didn't like me, but he didn't like me. So I've been sipping and chasing, and I am brisk. I am too. Yeah. Like, I started. Let's go. Let's go right Let's now. Go. It started. Yeah, we're brisk. We're brisk as shit. Beer of the show. Beer of the show is scotch and IPAs. So Adam Adam brought scotch for the second week in a row. You can tell we've been drink we've been going hard. <laughs> so I want to talk about the beer of the show. The beer of the show is the Southern Tier Brewing Company New School IPA. Now I know you don't particularly like IPAs, but you said they've been growing on you because I give them to you a lot. They've been growing on me. I've, I've been having scotch and IPA, so it's been even better now. When you drink scotch, you probably can't even taste the IPA. No, I can't. So, so it's it's. Fun. I I really love IPAs. I always have. If you've listened to the show, you know how I feel about them. Adam, I bring them a lot, so I think you've kind of been. Getting okay. The palate has been cleansed a bit. I'm proud of you. Pinky point, proud of you. I, I will never order an IPA when I'm out and about, but I can drink it. Oh, I can drink it. It yes. might make you appreciate your beers more then. I don't know. This is a thought. Just a theory. Something we can't prove, but... New school IPA. Adam, you go first. Um, can you even taste it after drinking well, I'm so gonna, much Well, scotch? I normally have been di- taking a sip of scotch and drinking it, but I'm gonna just going to drink it real quick, see what I say. Okay. <sighs> Tastes like a generic IPA. Uh. It, no, like, that's my... Und- yes, even, like, I could taste it. It tastes to me like a regular, just regular IPA. Like, Fair it's enough. not bad. Fair it's enough. not bad. It's not bad. It's... Average. It's nice casual IPA that you can drink. And you don't give numbers anymore. You haven't for some time. So it's, it's average. It's average. average. Okay. Average. You're giving it an average it's score. Average. That that's okay. I appreciate that. So I really uh, Mike Deloney told us he was gonna go back and listen through the entire catalog of FYD and make a spreadsheet. That ain't gonna, uh, it's that gonna, ain't gonna fucking, happen. It's not gonna fucking happen. No. I wish we had done this though from the beginning. I do stuff. too. Because I've lost track of what we've used. We've used some Southern tiers before. I'm a big fan of them. I think I have enough knowledge where if I knew exactly which beers, I could make a. I could write a program that you can search. All the IPAs, like you just type an IPA and it brings up a list of all the IPAs we've drank. How do you know how to do this, Adam? Uh, because I am a computer science major at school. Adam talks about school. I wanted to, I wanted to do that for two weeks. Yeah. So, anyway, um, I've used we've used some Southern Tears before. I lo- I've lost track of which ones we've used, which one. I don't think we've done the new school. I'm a fan, Adam. I'm a fan of this. It's you kind of nailed it by saying that it's a traditional IPA or, or a, you call it generic. I'm going to call it traditional. Fair enough. Yeah, it, it, it's 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 pretty sound as far as AP, IPAs go, but I love IPAs, so I'm going to give it a good score. Uh Southern Tier Brewing Company, they're a pretty big brewery now. They started out pretty crafty but now now they're they're spread they've spread and yeah. I, I really like their beer lakewood new york is their headquarters or so says the can um i'm gonna give it a four i'm gonna give it a four out of five it's very above average doesn't have the wow factor but you like fun. it you it's like fun. it it's fun i wonder and with scotch 
even better. Well, I, that's what I was going to say. I wonder if the scotch is skewing your uh, opinion a little bit. No, I wonder. You're a little brisk right now. It doesn't matter. <laughs> Adam, I saw a movie. I have heard a rumor. I I've, watched a movie. I heard a rumor. You watched two movies that I've been I've hoping you... i two movies. Two movies I've been telling you to watch, and I'm so happy we could finally talk about it. I haven't been able to talk about this with anybody else outside my household. What have you seen? So the one movie was released on DVD, Blu-ray, combo pack, plus digital download copy. And the day it was released, I went to Walmart, because I'm, I'm a Walmart shopper. Because we're, we're hypocrites. That's all that's left. We're, we're hypocrites. We're totally fucking we're hypocrites. hypocrites. I don't even care. We're totally fucking hypocrites. <laughs> you nailed that, dude. Like, I, I talk shit on Walmart all the time, and I Fuck. give the- Walmart. And I give oh, them the new so out? much Let's of my it. money. I give them so much of my money, but I hate them at the same time. You're I... handing your credit card. Fuck Walmart. Swipe. Fuck you, you bitches. So in the span of that happening and a couple days later, maybe a week later, I went to the movie theater. I pulled an Adam because I went to the movie theater by myself. I went by my. I thought about texting you and calling you, but it was really last minute. Dude, I would have. What day was it? I would have went. I would have went. I would. I would have went. So uh, I would have went. Kristen, my wife, Kristen, she wanted to go with me because she wanted to see this movie, but we had the kids. We had two young girls, four and two, and we had nobody to keep them. They wouldn't have cared about this film. They would have caused a ruckus. It would have just not been a good thing. So she said, "Just go, just go," because she knows I'm going to buy it when it comes out on DVD, Blu-ray, combo packs. Plus digital download, and then she'll watch it. But I went to Walmart, and I bought Thor Ragnarok. Yeah, boy. And then I went to the theater and watched Black Panther. So we've got two good Marvel films okay, to talk okay. about. Okay, we got to start in order from when it came out. We'll start with Thor Ragnarok, I think, because that came out before Black Panther. What did you think of Thor Ragnarok, sir? He's drinking the scotch. Ooh. Fun. Fun? Great. Res- and, yes. And that's what I look for in a film, especially as comic book. A comic book movie, to me, needs to be fun. And I use that term loosely. I use that on a lot of films. But You used it on Terminator Genesis. I did. I so. did. I did. And, and there's other films I want to talk about that, that, that are fun to me. <clears throat> I don't care about Oscar winners or, or critically acclaimed. To me, when I watch a movie, I want it to be fun. I want it to be entertaining. And that's what Thor Ragnarok was. And it it, it pulled a 360 from Dark World, Thor Dark World. Yeah, which was Thor garbage. Thor Dark garbage. World, if we were doing a list of our least favorite Marvel films, that would take the cake. I hated I, that. Movie. I think everybody hates it. I don't. Oh, I don't. God, that I movie sucked. Have never heard of anybody that ever saw that movie. Like that was a good movie. Never. Like, Natalie Portman was terrible in it. That's because she didn't want to be in it. That's why she's not in the. She movies did now. not want to be in and it. And you could tell. Well, they originally for Thor: Dark World. We're gonna. We're gonna. I digress here. They hired a female director. And as you know, Natalie Portman is a huge feminist, big time left winger. She lo- and she became like best friends with this director, and they did a couple reshoots. Disney, Marvel Studios looked at the- and they didn't 
They fired her. That's your company. That's your company that did it. I mean, I trust their judgment. Maybe it sucked. They fired her, and Natalie Portman was pissed that they fired her bestie, and they brought in a man. I I don't. I the name escapes me, and he did a almost a complete reshoot, rewrite, reshoot, and guess what? It still sucked. So maybe they should have kept the original version. I don't know, but uh, that movie was garbage. Thor Ragnarok. I don't want to say completely redeemed it, but it did a really good job of redeeming it. It Thor Ragnarok was amazing to me. Like really? it was like it it reinvented Thor for me because Thor the first Thor like we talked about Thor two sucked. Thor one was okay. I liked it. I liked Thor I en- one. I enjoyed it, but it was too serious. It was far, very. It was very far serious. too serious. It didn't fit the Marvel thing they're doing the marvel cinematic universe has done the thing where it's like they've got their serious moments but it's still like it's still light-hearted and it's still like up there you know like guardians of the galaxy does it very well and everything from then has done it also very well and thor ragnarok is basically it's it's basically more of a movie on acid essentially what it is Uh, i agree do me a favor adam use your computer that you have pulled up Look up Internet Movie Database and look up the director of Thor Ragnarok. I will. Because I feel like that director emulated James Gunn in the Guardians of the Galaxy. I love James. I'm a huge James Gunn fan. What he did with Guardians of the Galaxy, he took a not well-known comic book and he made it in the word of the day. If this is Taika, Pete, Wa- Wa- Taika Watiti. Taika Watiti. That's how you pronounce it. I can't a, a, remember. An Asian, I'm guessing. What TD? I'm guessing I've heard, I've heard Japanese. Of, I've, heard of, I've heard of him before. I can't remember. Click on him. See what, what he's else done. he's done. Yeah, that's what I'm doing right now. Um, he did a good job. He did a very good job. I credit credit where credits due. But James Gunn is he he made comic book films fun, and that's the word of the day. If this was Pee Wee's Playhouse, the word of the day fun. What? Yeah, we go we go <laughs> like that. But. I, I just, that's what I want. That's what I want when I watch a comic book movie. I want to be entertained. I want to smile while I'm watching it. I want to laugh at some parts. And that's what we get with Guardians of the Galaxy. And that's what he emulated. It looks like a lot of indie stuff, what he's done. It look it, it looks like. I've not heard of a lot of Well, this. he hit the jackpot because he got Disney money for doing four. Oh, yeah, he And it was and well, dude. It was done well. It was done well. And it was done funny. And, and, and the jokes, all right. Jeff Goldblum. Let's talk about Jeff Goldblum. Jeff Goldblum. Yes. Did you Did you watch the end credits? Yes. Yes. Like okay. Round of applause. Pat pat, pat yourself. <laughs> <laughs> you can't have a rebellion without a dictator. So. <laughs> yeah. Was that in the theater? Yes. Okay. I, <laughs> I thought that was just like a bonus DVD copy because that's incredible to do. So he, what's his name, Brad? What's the guy's name? Um, shit, let me see. I have the MD. <laughs> the <one>. roommate? <laughs> I can't believe they put that in the theater. I thought that was like bonus cover because I, I didn't watch it in the theater. I got the DVD Blu-ray combo pack Wait, which plus part, Which part download. are you talking about? The part where uh, Jeff Goldblum's character was in the, in the... Like the escape pod kind of thing? 
Yeah, well, like, well, like was he, that. Was, he was in the junkyard kind of area, and the end yeah, credit yeah, yeah. scene I'm talking about is when he was in the junkyard. He was he was falling out of there his, was like, the rebellion. Ship, or, yeah, yeah, okay, he was falling yeah, out yeah, of yeah, his yeah. ship, and I then there was the that. there's the two women behind him, and he was surrounded by like the people that were lived out in the slums, and he was like, "Give yourselves a round of applause." Uh, he just everybody. uses the ship for his orgies. <laughs> it doesn't have guns, but it has fireworks. <laughs> Dude, that. I was a fan of that film, so that was great. Was Everything f- was done so well in that movie. They had the, there was the Doctor Strange cameo, which was done pretty, pretty fucking well because it showed that Doctor Strange now has control of a lot of things. Like he's he's understanding a lot of he's things. Aware. He's aware. Like he yeah, he has awareness of everything that's going on on Earth now, and. We had the evolution of Thor. He doesn't need his fucking hammer anymore. The dude is a fucking... He's a lightning Molnar, god. Molnar? How you say it? Mjolnir. Mjolnir. Mjolnir, yeah. He doesn't have it. like So he's not going to have it for Infinity War. No, but he's a fucking lightning god. He's officially like... It was great. It was... It was... It was fucking great. Like when he was in the in the beginning when he was in the chain. Yeah. Talking, <laughs> Hold on a second. I'm coming oh, back around. No. I swear I'm not moving. <laughs> <laughs> like it was fun, and and what was the guy's name? Korg, Krog, whatever. It, it was. It was. I, oh shit! I can't remember. <laughs> We're gonna get on the spaceship. He was so fun. He was so fun. I want to see him in Infinity War. I want him to be involved at some point <laughs> in Infinity War. He is worth it as a character now. Yeah. Like you're talking about the rock guy, right? The rock yeah, man, yeah, that's who was great. the gladiator person. When, yeah. When Loki, when Loki was ghost, in, get out of here, get the hell out of your ghost. <laughs> I don't remember exactly what he said. It's been a while since yeah. I watched. I need to. I watched. I watched it a couple weeks ago. It's, it's still amazing. It holds up. It's still fun. I am a big fan of Thor Ragnarok. It has. It possibly has broken my top five. Well, it's, it's, it's up there for me. What's what's really cool about you watching it is because when you saw the Infinity War trailer that's coming out, it kind of, that's the reason why I was saying it, it kind of spoils a little bit of something for Thor for you because you see in the Infinity War trailer, Thor's on like a spaceship mm-hmm. and you can see Thanos walking over dead bodies which looks like uh, Asgardians and Loki holding out the Tesseract to him. And you've got Thor in space meets up with the Guardians of the Galaxy. Like it kind of, it kind of. Once you've seen the movie, it kind of shows like, oh, that's what that means. So yeah. one thing I'd like, I'd like to ask you, um, in the movie, spoil. Give a spoiler word, Adam. This is a highly sought after spoiler warning that we like to give. Uh, if you've not seen Thor Ragnarok, you are probably like one percent of the country. If you've not seen Black Panther, you're probably also 1% of the country, so. Okay, so now that that's been said, fast forward toward the end of this podcast. I feel like how Asgard was destroyed. Yes. uh, The the Kate Blanchett, Hela, liked her as a villain, really liked her as a villain. Um, When she was walking through Odin's museum of whatever the infinity gauntlet was in there and she like pushed over and said fake i thought that was funny yeah. i thought because we know i was wondering about that because we saw that in thor one the infinity gauntlet was there and i saw that and I'm, I'm familiar with the comics so i said oh shit 
there's the Infinity Gauntlet. Odin has it. But then we saw Thanos, the Mad Titan, had it. Yeah. At the end of <clears throat> one of the Avenger films, I think. One of those. I can't remember. Can't remember. But he showed, like, he had it. And I'm like, how the fuck did he get it from Odin? And then we that got tied together when Hela was like, fake. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, well, that explains that. She looks at the test rocks like, that's interesting right there. Yeah, because it has an infinity stone. Yeah, it is. How that's... great was Carl Urban? Carl Urban? How great was his character? A very dynamic character. It was. This is my stuff. And he just has, like, a bunch of junk that he's stolen. Like, a bike and, like, a, he's like, I got these from a place called Texas. And he's got two assault rifles right there. Of course. <laughs> and it's great. But he has a great redemption at the end of it, too, whenever he realizes that, oh, yeah, shit, we're does. losing. And then he realizes, like, oh, great, these are my people and they're going to die. He pulls out his fucking assault rifles and goes and does the shit. Shame he had to die, but, you know, it's kind of, I guess, necessary. He, like, I, I want to know uh, Idris Elba. What's his character's name? His name is uh, Heimdall. Thank you. <clears throat> Heimdall. I really like his character. I, I love his character. I didn't like it so much originally, but it's evolved immensely in this well, movie. I like I Idris Elba a lot as oh, He's actor. amazing. He's, he didn't want to come back to do it. He didn't want to come back to do any Marvel movies, honestly. Really? That's Why? what I heard. That's what I heard. He didn't want to do it. Like, I think he's like a really like an artist kind of actor. Oh, he's like, very good. Very like he's good. like he like he's not in it for the money, unless there's a lot of fucking zeros. Disney will give him a lot yes. of zeros because he's yes. wonderful. Disney, if you're listening, give Idris Elba a lot. Well, if of you money. remember, Thor one was really er- it was. Kind of early on in the Marvel thing, and they, he didn't know how big it was going to be. Early in his career. And Thor 2 sucked immensely, so it's like, why would he want to come back? And then he came back as this badass fucking warrior wielding the fucking key to the Rainbow Bridge as a weapon, just fucking slicing There's people up. There's a rumor and right. that he has a soul stone. That would he be has really cool. Stone. That would be the, cool as shit. His eyes glow orange, and the soul stone's orange. We that's the one Infinity Stone that we have not. Then what seen. would it be? Because he can he can see across the galaxy. He can he can see across the universe wherever. Well, Carl Urban's at. character, who I love, Carl Urban, he was a shit. He 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 couldn't <clears throat> control the bridge. Yeah. Which is really wasn't the bridge destroyed in Thor two? It's a rainbow bridge. Who gives a shit? That's where your pets go to die. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, we need much more scotch. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> can we talk about the beginning of the movie, though? What's really interesting, I think, I think about the beginning of the movie was Thor comes back with the crown, that, that crown of the deity that's meant to destroy Asgard, and he comes back not knowing that Heimdall's gone. He comes back, so it, it kind of tells you a little bit that Thor's been gone a while, that after he left after Avengers 2, he didn't go back to Asgard. He's been gallivanting around the Which galaxy. We didn't know. We yeah. didn't know that. I think we it was really that. cool, like like knowing that he's been hunting down, trying to save Asgard from the outside. And he comes back. He's like, "Who the fuck are you? Like, where's Heimdall?" He's like, "Oh, Heimdall's been, you know, blah blah. blah. You know, he's he's uh, pr- or has a he's been hunting down or hunting down or something. He's like a that. traitor. Traitor. Right? Yeah, yeah, that's that's the word. Yeah, he's, he's like a, tra- a traitor. Because o- Odin has appointed me. But Odin, which we, which I was waiting for this, Odin is really low-key. Yeah. And what about the Matt Damon scene? Honestly, I missed that in the theater because I, I 
I had to use the restroom really badly, I think, and I was like, all right, you know what? I'm going to pop out real quick. I'm going to pop back in. No, it wasn't that. It was, I was, I saw it, I saw it with my sister and my mother, and sometimes my mother likes to get the refillable popcorn bag, and she was like, she paid for the movie, so she asked me if I could refill it. I was like, hang on a second, hang on a second. I was, I got to a lull point, and I was like, all right, let me go run out real quick, and I thought I was not going to miss anything, and I come back, and next thing I know, Thor standing there with Loki going to fucking Earth, and I was like, what the fuck did I miss? Well, you knew that he had taken... I had the... known, yeah. I, I had known what it was, but I was like, wh- like, where the fuck... Wh- what happened? I was wondering how they were going to pull that off, but... They did it well. They did it they pretty did well. well. Like, all in all, <sighs> I think it was a great, great movie. Amazing Thor Ragnarok, but let's push on. Let's push push on. on to the next one. To the next one. Black Panther. Black Panther, man. Holy fucking shit, this movie. Dude, first of all, let's talk about the Kendrick Lamar soundtrack. It was amazing. So good. So good. I'm a big Kendrick fan. It was this... I really like him. Just the soundtrack of this this movie was really amazing. Soundtrack. So, they haven't done this in a long time. Since, like, the original Batman, when Prince did the whole soundtrack... Or, shit, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2 when Vanilla Ice did the whole soundtrack. They need to have an artist. Not just put, like... I mean, Guardians of the Galaxy was good. They did, like, a complete mixtape as the soundtrack. This is, like, they hire one artist. Hey, do the entire soundtrack for us. Make brand new music for this movie. They've got the money to do it. You haven't seen that. Since the 80s, since the early 90s. Kendrick did that and killed it. Killed it. So fire. I want this. I want this. There's soundtrack. a lot of people that I'm talking about. Like, the, the, the soundtrack is one of the best things so about that movie. So fucking good. So fucking good. I was like jamming to it. It was amazing. And he added like K pop when they were in South Korea. Yeah. He added like. Like African tribal when he was in Wakanda, like he you sampled all that into his music. What an artist! It was so like I can't. It blew my mind how good the music was. Kendrick Lamar, man, like so much credit for him. I think I think it was really just this this whole movie. It, I I asked myself a lot of questions whenever I was watching uh, Civil War. Why was like Wakanda this big this big thing? Why was uh Yeah, yeah, there it is. <laughs> Read my mind, thank you. <laughs> uh like I was like Wakanda's like this big nation, but did, like people know like about like Black Panther, like he's apparently the king of Wakanda. And it was really interesting the way they did they did it that Wakanda is actually the most advanced nation in the entire world. Like it's it's on a front, the this third world country, this this nation on the decline essentially. But it turns out, no motherfucker, they're like an alienation. Like they've got they things were... they've got things Tony Stark hasn't even thought of. Yes. Now, I love the fact the sister is the engineer. The sister, how great was she? She was fucking amazing. How She's beautiful the... was she? Yes, she was. How, like, wait. How old is she? <laughs> That's the important question. I had a huge crush on her. And I feel like she was young, but like still legal? We're going to look this up. If you have to ask a question, maybe. She was young, but... Uh, I can't... I don't know her name. Princess... Sati- 
We're, I'm pulling up Internet Movie Database. You could probably pull it up before me. You had it. I, I'm on IMDb. I just don't know her name. Shuri. Shuri is that her name? Yeah, okay. Princess Shuri. Latita Wright. Uh, oh, she God. is. She's young, but she's legal. Is she? Yeah. Ninety-three. She is beautiful. Born in ninety-three. Yes, she is. She, she is, is very beautiful. beautiful. I had a huge. Crush so now on you her. don't feel bad. Now you don't feel bad. She was awesome. Like, she's my favorite Disney princess. <laughs> she, she was fucking amazing. Like, at the end of the movie when she had that big fight scene and she had those fucking those, those blasters, blasters on her oh fucking hands. That was badass. It's a shame she went up against Michael B. Jordan, but... <laughs> How good was Michael B. Jordan? Dude, he was amazing. Maybe Killmonger. Oh, Kill, my God. Kill, now, are you familiar with the comics? A little bit. I've heard of Killmonger. I don't know his lore, though. Okay, that's what I was going to ask about. Killmonger, so good. I didn't know he was a uh, Black Panther villain. Though. I didn't know that either. I thought he was a, a Fantastic Four villain. I mean, when you think about the Marvel villains, they all jump to different true ones. True. So he true. might have originated as a Black Panther villain and then jumped to like other superheroes. I, I, I could be wrong. If I'm wrong on this, please send us an email, distraction at gmail.com. Find us on social media at distraction. I feel like it was... Killmonger was a Fantastic Four villain, but I could be wrong. He was great. Mike when they like, said his name as Killmonger, I was like, oh shit. Like, that was they such, call him that was, Killmonger. I thought... I, I swear to God, when I was watching this movie, I thought Andy Serkis was going to be the main villain. Me too! I swore! I was like... And then he fucking... Spoiler! Spoiler if you have not seen Black Panther. I think we've already said it, but... Spoiler again. He fucking shoots him! He fucking kills him and takes his ass to Wakanda! Martin Friedman! Martin Friedman! Yeah. The Hobbit himself. <laughs> Bilbo! Who I love. I, I love, love Martin Bo- Freeman. Do- yeah, I love him. He comes out of there and he's like... Um, he's like, oh, he's an agent. He's he, he's not Wakanda. No, he's, he's one of ours. He's one of ours. His his code name is Killmonger. Killmonger. And I, when he said Killmonger, I was like, no, that's shit. what I said. Too. I was like, holy was fucking like, hell, no like, way. I was like, so Killmonger, not Claw, because Claw was the ant- was the com- in the in the in the Black Panther comics, Claw was the main villain to Black Panther. He like almost. Basically destroyed Wakanda, trying yeah. to get the the thing. The thing is, got to remember, like what's really cool in this movie is that there's there's been multiple Black Panthers, so that could have been right. his father, Black Panther, who was the ultimate villain. True, so. true. But Claw was the villain, so I went in thinking Claw was going to be Andy Circus. They paid him a ton of money to be the villain. We saw him already in Civil War. Civil War. We knew. I, I was like, he's going to be the guy. And then they completely 360'd on you, killed him off easy, and they brought in Warmonger. Killmonger. 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 Excuse me. War Dogs. Killmonger. <laughs> they brought in Killmonger, who... The moment the <sighs> moment when he came into the fucking throne, and he was like, I want to challenge you for the throne, and everybody's like, ask me who I am. Ask me who I am. And everybody's like, no, get out of here, get out of here. And the one dude's like, who are you? And he fucking... Jumps out in fucking Wakandan, just, just speaking it like I am the fucking heir to the throne, the son of this man. I was like, holy fucking shit, here we go. There were there was a story that I heard once again, Rooster Teeth podcast. They 
talking about a uh, news story that was going around the country. There was a girl that saw Black Panther, and when Michael B. Jordan took his shirt off during that fight scene, she broke her retainer. Like it was fucking I hilarious. Heard I heard, you heard about, about, about that. that? Yeah. yeah, like he, she broke her retainer because he was so good looking or something, and so her orthodontist was talking about it on social media. Michael B. Jordan offered to pay for her he retainer, did, didn't he? Yeah, he did. He's like, "Tell me, just send me the receipt. I will pay for your retainer. It's fine. It's cool." Like when you look that good that you're breaking retainers and shit like that. Is it? He's a he's fucking ripped as shit. He had all those bumps on him though. Yeah, those were all like marks for kills and shit like that. That's what they that's what that's what all those were. Like he was marking himself for every kill that he got. I was I'm a big Michael B. Jordan fan. I got on the Michael B. Jordan train before they were, before they were allowing general admission. Okay, hipster. Okay, listen, I know this is a hipster thing to say, but I loved Michael B. Jordan. Okay, I was a big fan of the show that was based off of the movie that was based off of the book Friday Night Lights. Did you ever watch it? No. Okay, it's a football film, a high school football. I think I I think I watched the movie. I didn't watch the TV. The movie show. was starring Billy Bob Thornton. The sh- TV show based off of the movie was Kyle Chandler from Early Edition. And Connie Britton, who's in, like, every TV show ever created. But uh, she's kind of hot for an older lady. But Michael B. Jordan was in it. Um, forget his name. It wasn't Booby Miles. Booby Miles was the TV show. It wasn't Smash. Oh, what the fuck was his name? Vince? I think it was Vince. He was great. He was, like, the star running back black kid of the... Texas high school team. Are you with me? Yes. Okay. He was so good in it. I remember saying to Kristen, I'm like, like this kid is going to be something. And I called it because then he did like Creed, the Fantastic Four, which sucked. But that's I crazy. still, I didn't watch the new Fantastic Four. I never watched it. And I have no intention of watching Marvel it, so. with Chris Evans and Michael B. Jordan. All they do is redeem human torches. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> because they suck. Honestly, I think we need more Fantastic Four remakes just so we see, all right, which one is going to be in the next Marvel no, movie? I'm a, I'm a big Michael B. Jordan fan. Dude, he, he was, he was Creed, so... Did you see Creed? I did. I loved it. I loved well, it. Dude, Creed was so good. So good. Like, this kid, this kid, mark my words, you heard it here in 2018 on Four Distraction. He's going to be an Oscar winner. You heard it here. He's, he's, he's a good. Gonna, he's a good fact. He's, he's, he's honestly he's he is probably so far the best Marvel villain we've ever had. Like honestly, he's he may, up there. Like he may be the, Tom Hiddleston's Loki's pretty good. But he's good, they, but he's but, an antihero. He's kind of an antihero he because is. He's, he's an antagonist. Yes, he's an antagonist. He's more of an antihero because sometimes you see he, him evolve. He sometimes does good and sometimes does bad. Okay, yes. so it's 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 up in the air with him. Killmonger might be the best. Marvel villain we've had because not only does he not only is he so bad but he's bad for a reason like yes like he's he bad a, for a reason he has an end game yes he but not even just like an evil end game like he's like um, our people like we have 
African Americans, black people over the world that are being oppressed, and you guys have all this he, fucking technology, and you're not doing anything to help these people it's out. It's almost like, like he accomplished his goal at the end of the film. Yeah. And I mean, it's not like your typical villain. Your typical who's he's like, not because he's not evil. The thing no, is, he's no, not evil. He's not. He's, he's doing stood. He he because we find, coming about. He's doing it about the wrong way. Yeah. But, because we find we find out like once again spoilers we find out that his he is the son of the brother of the king at the time and the king at the time is black panther's father so he is basically cousins he's first cousins first cousins with the, with, yeah. with black panther and why they left him why they left him it was, it was like, wrong but, but I think that's a very good evolving point for the Black Panther, too, because when he has his vision quest the second time to see his father, he tells all the kings, like, you were fucking wrong. You were wrong for leaving this child behind. You wanted to forget what was going on, but you were wrong. You What you did was wrong. You are not... Basically, it's telling him you were not a great king. What about king. the first vision when the father, like, lead into Infinity War? He basically says... You will be tested, and you will be tested soon. But there is, there is an evil coming. <laughs> like he says that you, we need you. And this is like I was like, oh shit! He's talking about infinity. He's talking about. I, talk, I took that as talking about the upcoming antagonism of no, Kilmar. No, no, no. That's what I took that it as. too. But he that's what I took it as. I, uh, well, you, I, you could, you could be right. I don't know. I'm just, like that's that's a very no, interesting way of right. looking. Right? You might. Be, it, it, it just, a, it's just an apparent like. It's well, because it. well, because it's like the way I took it as is, he assumed that he was going to be the king. He didn't want to be king, but he assumed he was going to be the king in the Black Panther. And now he's being tested. He has he can't just earn it. He can't just inherit it. He has to earn it now. Like he has to fight for his kingdom. He has to fight to make sure that. Killmonger does not send these advanced weapons all over the world to start like basically a world war, essentially. Like I think uh, there's a lot of great character development in the, in these in this movie. Like, because in Civil War, the first time we saw Black Panther, he was just a guy looking for revenge for his father. Right. And now we've got a man who has to basically grow up. He he is an adult. He is a kidder sometimes, but now he has to grow up and be like, I need to take lead of a country of a people. There wasn't the comedic relief in Black Panther that we saw in Thor Ragnarok. No, there wasn't. There was there was, and was every okay. now and then every every now and then you it had was something. Okay. It was okay. It was it was it was definitely good. But every now and then you had something. Martin Freeman. Every now and then he had something that would happen and stuff like. Wait, what? The, what the fuck you got going on here and shit like that? So but, we've done this on the show before, Adam. We've done our top five Marvel films, but I think it's time for an update because we've we haven't done it in a while, and there's been. What are we at? 18, 19 Marvel films? Something around that? It's a lot. And we have we have Infinity War starting. I know my lineup has changed since we did it. So. I don't remember my lineup, but I imagine it has changed because... We're going to do... For you, those of you listening, we're going to do our top five... We're going to try to get through it. We're Marvel try. films. And we're talking about Marvel Studios, right? Yes. So you can't put Deadpool in there because he's still yes, that's fine. Yes, until we're talking now, about until now. We're talking about the Marvel Cinematic Universe, right? When now. Deadpool three comes out, it will be in here. We'll see. We'll see. When, time time will tell on that one. When 
X-Men. The next X-Men film comes out. It'll be in Marvel. We're talking about the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Yes. We'll see. Time will tell on those ones, but we'll see. You go first. uh, What's your number? There has to be an order in this. This Then you should go first, then, because let me give... Give me... Give me... Give me a minute to put mine in order. Then, this okay? is the whole point, Adam. I'll go first. There has if to I be have a... to, if I have to do two in a row, I'll do I'm, two in a row. I'm but twisting let me... your arm. Yes, it has put, to be a five me... to one. All right, all right. So give me a second. Just name yours off. Go ahead. All right, I'll number go number five. five. No, number five. And last time we did this, there there was one that has been bumped out, so it has changed. My number five, my my fifth favorite Marvel. Cinematic Universe film is one we've just talked about is Thor Ragnarok. Thor Ragnarok is very good, very fun, very funny. It is my number five. And yeah. what more can we say about it that we haven't already said in this this episode? Thor Ragnarok, if you haven't seen it yet, do yourself a favor. Go see it. Thor Ragnarok, number five, for Scotty. All right, uh, my number five then will be Captain America: Winter Soldier. I'm gonna put that in my. I'll I don't stop you there because my number four is Captain America: Winter Soldier. So it we'll seems kill to two be a, Seems to be a two week uh, uh, yeah. coincidence going on. Yeah. But... So Captain America: Winter Soldier is my number four. Your number five. Yeah, it's 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 a very good espionage movie that I love. Action. There's a lot of action. A lot of action. It's a little less comic booky than the yes. future ones, but yes. I think that helps it because it's not it's it's more of like a war espionage, like I said, espionage yes. kind of movie. Yes. And it's just it's just good. Like it's very just, good. It's not your typical comic book and this was probably the start of the I'm using air quotes here. Not typical comic book movie. Yeah. Because, because now we, we saw that with Black Panther, not your typical comic book movie. Well, I think a lot of people thought that Hydra was going to be a big villain in the Avengers series. Like I thought, I, I think a lot of people figured that it was going to be like a Shield versus Hydra thing going on, and this kind of, this kind of like buried that a little bit because we find out that Hydra is Hydra one, yeah, infiltrated Shield, and Captain America has kind of helped stop them a little bit. But we'll see what Hydra does in the future. But there's basically no more shield other than the Avengers. Yeah, there's the there's the comic book alternate universe where Captain America is part of Hydra, which, which we find out later that that's it was like mind control or some shit like that. Is I've what read some of those that. comic yeah. books. They're fun. They're good to read. They're a good read. It's the oh, what's it called? Anyway, I can't remember what it's called. Yeah. But. Well, yeah, we we've talked about it before. Yeah. Um, but that was your number four, so I guess we will go to you're, my you're number four. four. Um, I give it to Thor Ragnarok. Give to Thor Ragnarok because that was a revitalization of Thor, the character that yeah. he is. So I would put it up higher if the other ones previously had been better. But we'll see if there's a future Thor movie that does better. It might go up to like my top three, honestly, because yeah. it was good. It was good. The only disappointment I had with it was. That the trailer spoiled the Hulk oh, for us did, in the movie. You were mad about that. I was mad about that because you could have assumed it, or you could have you know put two and two together. But I would have loved the surprise in the theater when I saw it. Like, oh fuck, there's the Hulk coming out in the gladiatorial arena. Like that's the grand ma- that's Jeff Goldblum's uh, uh, champion. Uh, the yes, 
we're friends from work line <laughs> would have done so much better if it wasn't in every trailer ever. I, lo- I love the moment when fucking Hulk tosses him about the same way in Avengers 1 he did Loki and Loki's like, yes, that's how it feels. And I was like, <laughs> when, when Hulk first comes out, Loki goes, I have to get off this planet. <laughs> it was a great callback to the original movie. Yes, but, it was. But yeah, that, that would be, I guess, my number four. Four, yeah. Four, yeah four. My number three. Again, we just talked about it. I'm going to go with Black Panther. Black Panther has cracked the top three for me. It was so great. It was so great. Yes, it was. It was amazing. It's my number three, Adam. It, it's so. It's killing box office records. Killing them. It is. And and and, and it is worth it. It's worth it. We've talked about it in nauseum on this episode. Black Panther number three for me. It's worth. I want to see it a second time. I like. I'm. I'm trying to find time to do it. Oh, I'm gonna own it. Definitely. Yeah. Um, my number three would probably be Spider-Man: Homecoming. That would probably be my number three because that was good. That it, was good. It was it was a good fucking movie. It's done Spider Man justice, in my opinion. Okay, there was there was a bit of a there was a bit of a uh, there was a bit of a argument that it wasn't as good because there was the spider suit and had the AI in it, and it was you know oh my god you know there's the AI suit and it's too much bullshit and everything. I, I was fine with the spider suit. I didn't mind the AI because Tony Stark gave it to him, and it kind of explained why he could have an advanced spider suit. And I was I was fine with it. It was a fun movie. It did both Peter Parker and Spider-Man Justice all in the same movie. I loved it. It was a great movie. I kind of want to watch it right now, to be honest with you. Yeah. I, uh, I'm okay with the AI and the suit, but in the trailer for Infinity War... That's the see, Iron Spider. Yeah. He's basically in an Iron Man suit. But here's... I don't know if I'm okay the, with that. Just, I'm fine with it. You want to know why? why? He's fi- He's fighting an alien entity from another planet. It's a war. If you're not going to give him the most advanced suit, then what the fuck are you doing? I think that's a suit that he was going to give him originally at the end of Spider-Man Homecoming. I think that's what that suit is. Oh, yeah, that's and, what it leads up to. Yeah. And we don't know at what point that movie is. That could be at the beginning of the movie, or that could be towards the end of the movie when he goes to Tony Stark saying, I need the new suit to fight this guy in my hometown. Like we'll We don't know when it happens. Tom Holland does a nice job. He's, a, he's, we'll, he's we'll great. See, he's we'll great. see how it turns out with Infinity War. Check back with us. We're going to see it. What's your uh, number two, then? My top two has not changed. My number two is Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 1. Okay. I loved it. It was great. It was so great. It was just... I don't, I don't know. Ah, it was amazing. We've talked about it. It just, it just... It takes a comic that I was unfamiliar with and brings it to life as entertainment, as fun. I know the word of the show, fun. But that's, but that's what it's all about. That's what, that's what this podcast is all about. That's what the Marvel Cinematic Universe is all about. It's about creating fun for the, for the people paying to buy tickets. I think one of the good things about Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 1 was I think that was kind of the start of the comic booky comic kind of reign that the Marvel MCU does because that was a very funny movie but very action-packed. Now most of the Marvel movies do that. I'm- With the exception of Black Panther, uh, most of the Marvel movies do that now. 
what the Guardians of the Galaxy Volume I 1 men- did. I mentioned it earlier. James Gunn with the Guardians of the Universe has done a great job. It's very comic... Comic bookies... Comic books don't have to be serious. <clears throat> They're zany. They're off the wall. Yeah. They're non-believable. But that's okay. Because they're comic books, and that's what people who read comic books know what they're expecting. And that's what you get with Guardians of the Galaxy. It's wild, it's off the wall, and I I like that. And I feel like Thor Ragnarok tried to capture that lightning in a bottle that James Gunn did. And in my opinion, I think they did. And that's good, that's good. That's why it's my number two. Uh, My number two would be Black Panther. That hit my top two. It hit. It was great. It was amazing. That's okay. It hit my top two. That That's was an okay. amazing fucking movie. Um, we talked about it at nauseum. So, what was your number one then? My number one is the original Avengers. Still, it hasn't been duplicated. I'm hoping Infinity War does this because I got a rock hard boner when all of the superheroes came together. And they, they formed that little semicircle or whatever. Dude, that was so fucking cool. Yeah. That was so fucking cool. And the, the fucking aliens, the Cathari or whatever they were called, Qatari. Yeah. Came into New York City and they just fucked What's shit really up. What's really fucked up is in the new Avengers movie, we're going to have two different teams. Two different Avenger teams. We're gonna have the they're t- fighting in we're, separate. They're, they're, they're going to be together, but... As one team, but there's New York there's, and Wakanda. Yeah, there's going to be the Tony Stark one, and there's going to be the Captain America team. Because they're still they're they're still not speaking, right? I, I is, that, th- is that where we're at? I think they're speaking. I I think Tony Stark forgave Captain America in the end of Civil War, but they're still basically two separate teams at this point. All right, I I, I want to pull. I want I want I want to ask you something here. The uh, vibranium. In Black Panther, mm-hmm. does does Wakanda have an Infinity Stone? I'd put my money on yes. Here's why. I think the vibranium. I think that. I think it was an Infinity Stone. Am I right? I think the vibranium may have transformed a lot of the minerals into an Infinity Stone because it can't all be an Infinity Stone. But here's why I think yes. Why the fuck else would Thanos be sending his forces yes! to go attack Wakanda? Yes! You see, like a giant force of Wakanda has Wakanda has an Infinity Stone. They don't. They may. They may or may not know it. But Wakanda has Infinity Stone. I think. I think three of the six Infinity Stones are on Earth. We know Doctor Vision. Strange has one. Vision has one. Vision has one. He's going to he's going to die. Vision's going to die. 100%. 100%. He has fun. to die. He has to. I heard 3 Avengers die. Well, here's the thing. Vision has to die because the mo- the, the Infinity War cannot finish without Thanos having all the stones. Think- he has to have every one of the stones. And he has to pull the trick on the Avengers and they have to crack every code. Like, Disney did it with their animated. Did you watch it? It's fucking mind-blowing. I didn't. Dude, I'll post a link to it. I'll do share it, yeah. you it. Do it, do it, yeah. It's so good. It's so good. Like, they make they make the, the Mind Stone. The Mind Stone. Makes the Avengers think that they've won. And they're taking Thanos off to interstellar prison or whatever. And they've won. They're all celebrating. And Tony Stark's the one that realizes it. He's like, wait a minute. And he goes, 
does his thing, and it reality stops. <laughs> and it's, it's Thanos still holding the Infinity Gauntlet with all six stones. And he's just able to warp, like, like beyond belief. He's like a god. He's a god yes, with the god. Beyond belief. Like, make them think they've won when they haven't. Yeah. Like... Like, like the cartoon, the animated on Disney XD did this. And I I almost I almost got a boner from this. And it's not even anywhere near the budget that Marvel Studios has. If they can pull this off on the big screen. on the I don't on, think they're going to do that specifically. It, it would be cool. It would be so cool. It would be cool. But it I, was so cool. But I think they, they, could, they could do something very simple. Because the Infinity War is going to last, like, what, two or three movies at least? So at least two, at least, at two. least two, three, Maybe movie, three. I think three movies would be perfect. Trilogy, three movies. I think that'd be so, perfect. The rumor is Disney has been auditioning a new Wolverine. Are they going to bring him in in Infinity War three? No. No. Maybe not. No. Maybe not. No. Maybe no. they'll wait till after. The, dude. Adam, get get your brain right. No, here's they're going to do X Men. It's going to happen. No, we listen. I'm not gonna. We're not gonna He's have a. Serious. We're not gonna have a big <laughs> conversation about this because we talked all a bunch of times. I said before, Disney's going to do an X Men movie, and I'm fine with it. I don't care about that. If they can bring the X Men into the MCU, well, I will also be fine with it. I would just be curious about how they would do it. Short of a magic portal from another dimension, which you saw, I don't, which you saw that. I don't know how else they could do it. Which you saw Tony Stark and Doctor Strange standing there in the New York, whatever it's called. What, what's Doctor Strange call it? Where he lives? Fuck, I don't remember. Okay, and the portal opening up, and. Hugh Jackman's Wolverine walking out of it. I know it was fan-made. Yeah. But it blew my mind. Like, there it is. Problem solved. <laughs> Timelines blend. There it is. Disney, make take all my money. Take, just take my wallet. <laughs> just do it. Just do it right now, because that was great. If we, get, if we can get Hugh Jackman back. He won't. No, he said he won't. But he hasn't seen Disney money. <laughs> well, Hugh ja- he's an artist. He's an artist. First. He's great. He's, he's great. I he's, love. I, he's amazing. I love you. If you're listening, but we love you. But he's an artist. We first. love you as Wolverine, though. But he's an artist first. He loves doing. The, he loves those artsy movies. He loves those movies. He did that fucking circuit Ringley Brothers movie, like not long ago. He loves those artsy movies. Zac yeah. Efron was key in that. Yeah. For your permission. My number one. Oh, yeah, shit, yeah. Yeah, my number one, I'm going to give it, I'm going to explain why, Guardians Volume 2. Oh. Here's why. Because Volume 1 was great. Volume 2 was just as good. The reason why I'm going to give it to Volume 2, how many sequels have you ever seen where it takes what it had originally, has it still, and then builds on it? Not many, so that's why I'm gonna. I, I give Guardians two my my favorite. So Scott, this episode has gone on very long, really very long. The people I'm sure are sick of listening to our drunken ramblings. Shit. So how can the people get hold of us if they want to catch us sober? That's great. 
I mean, if you guys want to send an email to us, you can shoot us at foryourdistraction at gmail.com. Let us know. We're drunken idiots. Let us know what your top yeah, five. Scotch has entered the system now. Let us know your top five Marvel films. Come on, let's let's hear them. You can listen to the show several different ways. We are on SoundCloud. Search for For Your Distraction on SoundCloud. F- subscribe to us on there. We are on iTunes for you Apple people like me, not like Adam. You can search for For Your Distraction on iTunes. We're all over that place. Um, social media. This is our shit, man. Search for For Your Distraction on Facebook. You can like us on there. I post a lot of shit on Facebook. I'm old, Adam. I know Facebook, a lot of people think, oh, Facebook's for old people. Twitter's the way to go. Instagram's the way to go. But I'm old, so I post... I I, I go on Facebook a lot. I enjoy Facebook still. So, for distraction on Facebook. But we're also on Twitter... You can search for For Distraction on Twitter. Follow us on there. Tweet us at PodcastFYD. We're on Periscope. We haven't done a live video for a while, but once in a while I get on there when I'm when I'm feeling randy. And uh, you can search for For <laughs> Distraction on Periscope and subscribe to us. Follow us on there. Um, we are also on the Be Real Podcasting Network, which is a great tool. Uh, Great guys on there. Great podcasts. Uh, You can find them on Podbean if you have the Podbean app. Search for Movie Guys Podcast. They're like our unofficial hub. official unofficial hub. Yeah, yeah. Search for Movie Guys Podcast. We'll post links to it on all of our social medias. But that's where the Be Real Podcast Network has has devolved to, I suppose. And um, we're there. Beer of the show. Beer of the show. Adam. Southern Tier Brewing Company. New school IPA. Yeah, new school IPA. We drank scotch and IPAs. I think the beer, the liquor of the show is the scotch we have here because we are toasted on scotch right now. Yes, yes. Looking forward to it. Looking forward to next week. Can't wait. We love all of our listeners. Thank you guys for for being with us for this long. I know we're not super professional as far as like we talk about rooster teeth. They make billions. Yeah, kind of. They make a lot. They make a lot of fucking money. I mean, they're a production company. So, what are you going to do? Like they started with online, they've branched out. Now they're doing like regular indie movies with like Hollywood stars. That are, like, not well-known, but still known. Again, the word of the day is fun. They're fun to listen to. They're amazing. I love them. Yeah, they're love fun them. to listen to. So so maybe one day FYD will be there. Maybe not. We we know a guy in the town. We do know a guy in the town where, they, where they're at. One guarantee, we'll be here. If you guys want to show up, that's up to you. We'll be here. We'll keep coming back. And we love you. Adam. Scott. It's been real. It's been real. It's been it's been scotch.